0: Tonight on another special combination edition of BYU football with Kalani Sitake and BYU basketball with Mark Pope, the Cougars and their fans have some fun in the Sun Belt with a weekend win while the BYU Hoopsters hit the AP Top 25 after a 2-0 week. And we're getting coached up in Studio C next. This is BYU
1: Football with Kalani Sitake, presented by Intermountain Healthcare. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: (laughs) They do.
0: Welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo for our season finale of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. We are joined by a live studio audience, are we not? Yes. And for those watching us live, we invite you to take part in our live polls via the Opine app tonight. Get the app on your phone, then watch the side of the screen for poll questions throughout the show tonight. You can also take part on social media using the hashtags Sitake Show and Pope Show. Coming up on tonight's Combo Broadcast, we will have a special Deep Blue profiling the Sitakes Kalani and Fesi. We'll have Jacob Robinson in the film room with Jerem Jordan. Mark Pope will, of course, join us and join Kalani on set for some tag team talk. And we'll have a special surprise for both coaches at halftime, if you will, of tonight's show. Plus a preview of a loaded BYU Sports Saturday. But tonight we have a special Deep Blue to begin the show. It profiles BYU's head coach and the coach on his staff who shares the family name and a connection even closer than the relation that binds them. Here now, tonight's edition of Deep Blue. Brought to you by Brady Industries, Simply Better.
2: So when you look at the stadium play, like, I can't believe we get to call plays here, bro. Yeah. And your mom is in heaven watching yeah. every game, probably trying to help out as much as she can. <laughs> We're at her place because she knows the most. When my parents split, um, was six years old around the time, and so we, me and my siblings, moved from home to home. We we're different places from a grandpa to aunties, and luckily, you know, my Uncle Mancela and uh, my Auntie Lynette, that's our Fessie's parents, were able to help basically co parent with my dad and help take care of us. We didn't have, uh, you know, a maternal presence, and so having Lynette be that for
3: us was huge. Tom had his four, and I had my two then at the time they arrived, so there were six kids.
4: We were so young when we all lived together, but we, and they never let us forget that. You know, as we got older, you're my brother, you're my sister, your mom took care of us, your mom's our mom.
2: We had a rough time dealing with my parents' divorce and my mom not being around, and and so it was hard for us, and she easily moved into that role and embraced it. That was one of those moments where i felt really broken and i felt like um, she was an answer to to my
3: prayers in my relationship with lynette i learned early that her mother had some kind of a red illness and i didn't know that it was something that could be passed down you know I had no idea
4: to everybody else it would be hard to notice the changes because they were very subtle things. So unless you knew her really well, as it progresses, it's pretty obvious. You can't even have a conversation. They thought that it was something like early onset Alzheimer's. It wasn't until my sister started developing the same symptoms about four years ago. It's a simple blood test to find out that she has a genetic mutation. She has a disease called prion disease.
2: You talk about a, a, a fantastic personality and then Prion's just hit and it was such an early age for her where she just became forgetful and then just some of the little things, her mind started to slip and it's it's not recognizing her kids, not remem- remembering their name. Um,
4: the disease really just robs you of everything all of the activities that you can do for yourself that we maybe take for granted. All I knew was taking
3: care of my mom. My sisters would bathe her and, you know, brush her hair in the morning and I would, you know, help feed her and then walk her out to the van that would then take her to the rest home throughout the day because us, our children, her caregivers were going to school. That was just our whole life. That's how I knew my mom is, is, is that she was our mom, but she, we were taking care of her.
4: And Fessy was probably about, you know, seven or eight years old when it started to get really bad like that. And Fessy was just our little rent brother that loved to make her laugh. It brought a lot of it brought a lot of joy into the house.
2: I felt like he was robbed of, of a wonderful mother, and. Um, I thought it was important that I, I do my best um, to show him how she, she blessed me. And so that's been, uh, <clears> that's <throat> what I've tried to do for him and his siblings. i am um, to do the best I can of, of teach them some of the lessons that she taught us. And most of it was just pure kindness and just such a sweet person, um, even when we weren't being the best. You look at a disciple of Christ, I think she was a perfect example of it.
4: I am just so grateful because if Galani and his siblings didn't have that experience, we wouldn't have had anybody to be able to tell us the kind of mom she was. The kind of mom she wanted to be and could have been, had the disease not taken her. I'm so grateful for that.
3: I'm here because of Because of you and TJ, you guys gave me something that I was never able to get from my mom, from Lynette. And she gave you guys something that you guys were never able to get. And I think, you know, Lynette's the connecting piece to that.
4: She must be so happy, you know, to see them being able to work together and coach together at BYU. I mean, she really did love that school
3: everyone needs an escape sometimes and everyone's is everyone's is different and i think a lot of at that time a lot of my mom's escapes was was byu football and that i mean i i wasn't there but you read the 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 entries you bring it to life the image of you sitting next to her and listening to a game compared to now like you and i on the sideline being involved is just it's, it's crazy how you can go from from one end to the other like that, you know? All the things that have happened in between and the sacrifices to connect those two images, it's divine. This is not a coincidence.
2: Think of all the wonderful people that have stepped foot on that grass and that have sat in these stands and all of them have a wonderful story to tell. And it's an honor for us to look at your mom, my aunt, our grandfather, all our families, you look at everything that's happened and, and where we're at now, and how can you not be uh, thankful, but just mindful for all the hard work that people have made for us to be here in these seats. for the grand scheme of things, that we're all connected through a game of football. Our stories are not any different than a lot of others. It just happens that we get to call plays on Saturday, but when it all comes down to it, we're all fans. We're all fans of this wonderful place that, that changes people's Combine that with the gospel, it's even better. It becomes eternal.
3: I think that's going to be one of my first questions I ask her in the next life. Is I never had a conversation with her. I never got to you know, see, see certain emotions out of her, but just kind of ask her, what do you think, mom? How was it from your seat?
0: Did you enjoy it? Well, those are our coaches. And I'm really grateful, as I'm sure Cougar Nation is as well, for a deep blue that lets us uh, get to know these people in a different way. I hope you enjoyed that. Well, for your day-to-day Cougar sports play-by-play, watch BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan weekdays at noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Coming up... Head coach Kalani Sitake will join us here in Studio C. And Jerem Jordan takes us inside the film room with Jacob Robinson as BYU Football with Kalani Sitake continues.
1: BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. And by Smiths, fresh for
0: everyone. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake, presented by Intermountain Healthcare. This Saturday, BYU Football in Southern California. BYU and USC countdown to kickoff begins at 9.30 Eastern Time on BYU TV. And pregame coverage begins one hour before that, 8.30 Eastern, 6.30 LA Time on BYU Radio. The game will be broadcast on ESPN kickoff at 10.30 PM Eastern Time. Let's get this show really started now by bringing in the head coach of the BYU football Cougars. He is, of course, Kalani Sitake.
2: How are you doing?
0: It's still shorts weather for me. (laughs) That's good. It's always comforting somehow to know that you're going to walk in in shorts, even though it's late November. I feel good about that. It's our last show with you. I know. I'm sad, but it's all
2: right. Uh, got another show with, with Mark Pope, and, and that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So I'm really excited to, to see them. They're ranked, too, so yeah. really excited to see the basketball team do their thing.
0: And I think right now there are only six teams or six programs in the country that have both their football and their basketball teams in the top 25, and BYU is one of those programs.
2: Well, we'll, we'll try to do our best to make sure we stay in there.
0: So uh, this week, uh, is, even though it's Thanksgiving week, do things change in any, 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 any way for you guys? Uh, no
2: practice will be the same. I think the only one is on Thursday. Uh, obviously, they won't have any class, but we'll practice Thursday morning and try to get them out. And then everyone will go to their families. Players that aren't from here will be with coaches or their teammates' families. And um, and so we'll make sure they have a place to, to be and to eat and to enjoy uh, friends and family before we get to you know leave. We leave Friday. We'll practice and then leave Friday for, for Southern California. And play that game Saturday night and have a lot of fun.
0: You guys get enough organized football, no turkey bowls for your guys on Thursday. Is that or is that they, they better not? No, so <laughs> no, I don't I don't
2: want to see any of our guys doing that. There's going to be plenty of ugly football out there for everyone to watch. So they can go, they can go see that and just hope everyone's safe when they're uh, just reminding all the older gentlemen. Be careful. You pulled hamstrings and things like that happen quite a bit on Thursday.
0: Let's look back on the weekend you had in Georgia and again another experience to go to a place where BYU doesn't play a lot or frequently and the BYU fans certainly showed out and made you feel at home.
2: Oh, it was awesome. And and right from the beginning when, when we uh, the buses rolled up, our fans were there and uh, they were excited and they're cheering for our guys during the warm-up. I mean two hours before the game and then uh, you know they, they were all in their in their blue and and uh, they were loud and it made a huge difference it, it uh, the guys just keep talking about how awesome that was and so it's a huge comfort knowing that you have a bunch of fans there that and i, I don't know exactly the numbers but I, i'd say we'd have, we've would we had definitely half of the crew were from half of the crowd was from where wearing byu blue
0: a lot of royal blue the an entire upper deck was essentially comprised of, of byu fans i like the sharp look to you like the uh, the all-whites with the royal helmets That was a clean look wasn't it
2: yeah i liked it i, I mean there's a bunch of different looks that we have, and, and uh, you know, I'm not in charge of putting that all together. Thank goodness I got other things to worry about. But uh, you know, the, the players and, and the uh, the staff and, and the fans they, they can interact and find out the good, the best mix to get us out there. As long as we play play good, I think that that uh, as long as we look good, we'll play good. Vice versa.
0: Right, and I think this weekend we'll see a 12th different uniform combination in your 12th game of the year. There's still ways to keep it fresh, so that's exciting.
2: Yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna be BYU stuff. So who, you know, as long as as long as it's some royal in there, I'll be happy.
0: Okay, BYU won the game 34 to 17, <coughs> and it was another big day for Tyler Algier. He's putting himself uh, among the biggest names in the game at the running back spot right now.
2: Yeah, and Georgia Southern is really good at stopping the run. I mean, obviously their scheme—that's what they see every day in practice. So their defense was really set and in, in crowding the box, and uh, I thought we took took some shots downfield and did a pretty good job at it. And, uh, they have some great, great athletes on the field, you know. They, they, this team is used to winning games, and this was a, a tough year for them and having to change up uh, coaches. But if you look at what they've done in the years past, they, they're used to winning games. I, think, I believe they won 10 games in, a couple years ago and nine games. So um, they wanted to have a good game for their seniors and show up, and, and, and I thought they played a, a really good game. I thought our guys uh, did better in the second half. We had to go through a little bit of adjustment in the first half. but. Uh, You know, we're looking forward to putting together 60 really good minutes on uh, on Saturday night against USC
0: in the clip We just saw at the very end there. It was Tyler, uh, you know Running out of and spinning out of attempted tackles. He's such a tough guy to take down We saw as well a touchdown run that's nine straight games with a rushing touchdown No one's ever done that in BYU football history Hmm. nine straight games with a rushing touchdown. He's doing some pretty uh, remarkable things
2: well, I think we need, let's make it ten, and then I'll be even happier. But <laughs> he's a, he he works hard. He's a load, and uh, you know he he has a bunch of guys that are willing to block for him at O line, receivers, and tight ends. And so I think he's a great compliment to their effort, and, and I, I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, going to this last game of the regular season.
0: By the way, if he does score on Saturday, he will tie the all-time BYU record for most consecutive games with a touchdown of any kind, rushing or otherwise. So another record in sight for uh, for Tyler. Uh, big day for Jacob Robinson uh, down in Statesboro on the weekend. Like Malik Moore, he's now got three on T, uh, three ints, and like Malik, he had a he had a two int game. Uh, Jacob's ball skills on display down at Georgia Southern.
2: Yeah, you know, we, we put him in, in, in a different spot where he, he can kind of see the field a little bit more and, and, and a little bit of free safety move, uh, movement. But uh, he does well in cover covering people man to man. But he also does a great job at just, you know, being in the general area and, and being able to see have his eyes on the quarterback. And so uh, his instincts get set in. And he's uh, if you can have a guy like him, that's a ball hawk. And it's good to have Malik. It's good to have more than just one. And so we have a bunch of guys that can find the ball. and. I know Hayden Livingston has caught an interception the, you know, back there, too. So uh, as long as we have capable guys that are able to get the ball and, and punish the quarterback for throwing it deep.
0: <laughs> and BYU with that win, uh, clips we saw, uh, moves up to 13th in the new college football playoff rankings. The rankings just came out in the last uh, little bit. Went from 14th to 13th to keep heading in the right direction. And you're in the mix for some pretty exciting uh, talk here in a couple of weeks, hopefully.
2: Yeah, I was just going to focus on playing the game and being at our best. And so <laughs> I know what I'm
0: going to get every I week to I you, give that you know, to you. But.
2: <laughs> I should just have a recording place here and push <laughs> play for it. But I, I, I love the attention and all that stuff, but we're we're focused on trying to play better. And uh, disappointed a little bit that we didn't play a full 60 minutes at our best against Georgia Southern, and, and that's the goal is to try to get there for this USC game. I think the fans deserve it. The players deserve it. They work hard, and the coaches deserve it, too. So. That's going to be the focus. I'm not worried about anything else.
0: We'll let everything else take care of itself.
2: That's right. That's a a good saying.
0: All right. Uh, Well, he played his high school football in BYU's backyard, but he started his college career with one of BYU's rivals. Now, Jacob Robinson is a Cougar and a playmaker, as we've seen, and as he discusses with Jerem Jordan inside the film room.
5: All right, Jacob, BYU has become uh, the Orem High transfer spot, right? Everyone goes to another school and then comes here now? Is that the deal? Yes, sir. (laughs) Puka and Kingsley and Utah State, whatnot. What's it like to have some of those uh, fellow state champs, Orem Tigers, with you now?
6: It's fun. Like, we've, it's just like high school. I mean, we can all celebrate together.
5: And yeah, just all know we're on the same page, I feel like. Okay, three interceptions, ties Malik Moore for the team lead. Nice job. You have two in this game. Walk me through the first one. So um,
6: this first one, we're in roll coverage. We roll to our right, so I have to roll over Caleb Hayes because he's gonna go stop the run. And um, Malik rolled to the middle of the field, and I think the quarterback saw that Malik was going in the middle, so he tried to throw it to the outside. I had to watch the quarterback the whole time, so I just broke back and caught a pick somehow.
5: There's a moment there where you have to really kind of lean forward to get that, right?
6: Yeah, it was close.
5: You have three picks and seven return yards. We are going to get one where you get to return it, right? Yes, sir. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, second interception. To me, this is up there for second best play of the year. First being, of course, Tyler O'Jear knocking the ball out against Arizona State. It's you versus Malik Moore. Utah State. I mean this is one of the best plays of the season.
6: So um, right here we're in cover two and I have to keep my eyes on the quarterback but also keep the receivers in my peripheral. I see that the quarterback's looking left. He never really did like a full look off and I see that number five right here ran that corner route. so I had to stay over the top of it and I see that the quarterback started throwing it so I had to run over and try to play the ball the best I could.
5: And you played it really well. Yeah, I just jumped
6: and hoped that I would catch it. So
5: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. When you came down with it, because you have to Cure that all the way what was that like because that, that's a heck of a play right
6: there i honestly was like oh i caught it and then <laughs> i just turned around started running back and celebrate with my teammates
5: isn't it funny that after this happens to me even in like pickup basketball at my athletic level i make a shot i'm the first guy down the court yeah you know what i mean yeah you you're the first guy out of there right mm-hmm. okay your first pick of the year was against utah state which was probably a little weird emotionally you played mm-hmm. at utah state and then it might be the easiest pick you've had of your life. Yes. it
6: just threw it right to you. For sure. It was towards the end of the game. We're in two minutes. So we dropped eight. See that the number two went in. So I just had to go back to my zone and then the quarterback just threw it right to
5: me. Is that the easiest pick you've ever had? Um, yeah, I would say for sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next time we're gonna get you on a pick six there, right? Yes. Yeah, just yes. all the way. That'll be awesome. I was
6: cramping, so. Oh, were you? Yeah, my legs were pretty tight.
5: Okay, three picks. It's been a good year so far. Now a big game with USC coming up Saturday in the Coliseum. Jacob, yes. you guys have a chance for 10 wins, and it's against a, a team in USC that has struggled this year, but still, mm-hmm. USC, man.
6: I think everyone just needs to do their job. And the game will go
5: how we want it to okay well good luck saturday and have fun in the coliseum man. thank you
0: and jacob is a guy whose role is really expanded he's created that expansion he's done a lot of good work
2: he has and 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 uh, he, he's so versatile he could play so many different positions in the backfield and, and play the nickel position as well so uh, and 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 he's just humble like, the guy is just always working hard i think i think he, he uh he needs to give himself more credit because he, he does have good ball skills and, and just jumping up and hoping for to catch. It's not, it's not a strategy that, that uh, we, <laughs> we promote, but um, I, think <clears throat> I think it's just his humility. You can see that he's focused on trying to, to get better, and, and uh, I'm, just, I'm grateful to coach young men like him.
0: Hey, are you familiar with the uh, the Randy Moss segment on Monday Night Football called "You Got Mossed"?
2: Yeah, someone showed me that, and I thought that was really
0: cool. How cool is that? Let's take a look. This is Jacob Robinson getting "You Got Mossed" <coughs> attention last night.
1: DB or wide receiver, let's go BYU versus Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern passes downfield is picked up by a DB. Hey, Jacob Robinson! I said, is it y'all put a stamp on this book? Look at this play number one getting the glove. Hey, Amari Jones, you. Got My man from BYU, Jacob Robinson. These is coming your way. The gloves, baby.
0: All right, he gets the Randy Moss gloves. And there's another BYU guy in that picture, Steve Young. Helping that's, awesome. Him props. that's
2: awesome. That's awesome. hey, just keep promoting the brand. We're, we're excited <laughs> about it. So that's awesome.
0: That's one of the great things. Is the last couple of years of college football, BYU's been such a part of a weekly discussion in one way or the other. And I know it's a week-to-week thing, and you're not worried about the other stuff. But the other stuff is still kind of important in a way that keeps BYU's name and logo and brand out there?
2: Well, you have to take notice. Uh, I mean, when you have that many fans show up to Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern, and, and uh, I mean, I think it was over 10,000 fans that were there. And the, uh, the excitement and the energy that the fans bring. Um, I mean, you saw the deep blue. We're, we're all fans. And so we all, uh, you know, born and, 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 and bred that way, you know, to, to follow this school and, and the athletics department and, and, and the teams. And so uh, there's a... That's why I'm glad of all the great momentum that's gained because it's what the fans deserve. And we have the best
0: fans. We do have the best fans. A lot of them are here in this building with us tonight. All right. Coming up next, Mark Pope will join us and we will unveil a surprise for both coaches on this special combination edition of football and basketball shows as BYU Football with Kalani Sitake and BYU Basketball with Mark Pope continues. Stay with us.
1: BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics, and by Cascade Collision Repair, serious about perfection.
0: Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake, presented by Intermountain Healthcare. Look what's going on this Saturday. Let's call it Super Saturday. The women's soccer team will be at South Field, getting to host South Carolina for a trip to the Final Four. If BYU wins, the Cougars will be in their first ever College Cup, which is what they call the Final Four in women's soccer. And Klein I know that you Let's are so go. impressed by Jen Rockwood's team.
2: Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm so excited for them. Uh, that- They're going to get it done. I'm excited. That's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Men's basketball. Mark Pope will talk about the game at Utah on Saturday night on the Hill. You've got USC at the Coliseum. And the undefeated women's basketball team is on the road looking to impress people on the opposite coast at the St. Pete Showcase. And I I think there's not a single BYU team that's lost a game yet in the month of November. Kalani, everyone just keeps on winning. It's amazing.
2: Let's make November year-round. That'd be fun.
0: (laughs) All right, uh, one week ago tonight, the BYU men's basketball team was in the process of recording its largest margin of victory ever over a ranked team as the Cougar Hoopsters demolished the Ducks of Oregon by 32 points. Tonight, on the eve of a game at the Marriott Center versus Texas Southern, we say hello to and welcome in BYU head hoops coach, Mark Pope. (laughs) We hope. He's coming. <laughs> oh, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Hey.
2: laughs> well, a little, little long in makeup? Is that what it was? Um, <laughs> uh,
7: no. So I got here for makeup. It takes a lot. Okay. <laughs> To make me look this beautiful, yes. That's right. <laughs> so I get here for makeup, and they've started the show, and I walk into makeup, and two of these fine ladies that w- work here are fully in tears, watching your. You know. Oh gosh. Also, you do blame me for this one. No, no, <laughs> no. What I'm gonna say is like, how blessed are we to have Kalani Sitaka? Oh, man. man, come on, man. Thank
2: you. <laughs> Keep you, trying. you know. We're looking to have you. Come on. I we just talked about what we did to Oregon on, on the basketball We're not. Court, we're not so. gonna.
7: We're not gonna waste the, our time complimenting each other. But
4: <laughs> I did. I
7: was told this by uh, somebody who's uh, import, certainly really important to the BYU education. Talked about this idea of um, of um, having like a dual voice that talks sports and talks truth. And you're just you're the best. You're the best at it. You're oh. the best at talking sports and truth. So that's it. That's, all, that's the last nice thing I got to say about Kalani Sadak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the last show, so it's all good. <laughs> My man. So we've been able to do this, I think, three times with you guys together. Yeah. It's way more fun. Yeah. And I, I agree. And I just like it when you guys start talking about each other, quite frankly. Uh, so we've been able to do this three times. The first time we did it was on last year's uh, version of the show. It was a COVID year, we were kind of spread farther apart, no one in the stands, um, but we had you on together. And on that night, in our very first Combined Coaches show, we got off on a tangent about ice cream, somehow. Um, about creamery ice cream. I, I oh, because right. We that's love right. ice cream. Yeah. We love the creamery. I can't tell. Do you not love ice cream? <laughs> I
2: love ice cream. I love ice
0: cream. And, and we were talking about the the classic, because Lavelle's vanilla got it all started, right? Yeah. With, with the flavor names with the coaches. And so Lavelle got us going. Well, anyway, here's, here's the clip that I'm talking about. This was last year. <laughs> Reed Bates on Twitter says, coaches, uh, the BYU Creamery, which we all love, has Lavelle's Vanilla, Roses, Sneaker Doodle and Cherry Rockwood to name three flavors. If you were given the opportunity, what would your flavor be called and what would it entail or taste like? Kalani, what do you like when it comes to ice cream?
2: Chocolate. Chocolate and whatever candy you can throw in there.
0: How about Sitake Road instead of Rocky Road? Oh, that's genius. Okay. Okay, Coach Pope, how about you?
7: That's like, I love that. Can we get that done like tomorrow? <laughs> well, Satake <you> get... <laughs> Road. I would crush Satake Road. <laughs> Can we? Get, we should. We do one more why show together. Lavelle's we have some talking. I don't
2: get why Lavelle was just
7: vanilla. Because, because as you That's would just... say, he's the foundation of all great things go. in BYU athletics. Right? It's yeah, the starting point, point baby. <laughs>
0: Pure and basic, man. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Satake rose. What do you like, Coach Pope, when it comes to ice cream? You're, you're uh, would, your own flavor. My my
7: girls will uh, laugh because I would just like something with everything in it. Like I like to have something with um, like if you go get a Blizzard at I don't know who does Blizzards, McDonald's.
5: Uh, I think
7: Dairy, Dairy Queen. Right yeah. You go do a Blizzard and you know how you have them put all the stuff in there. That's what I want. I would just like everything. In fact, you could call no, it every everything. Call, no,
0: we call, you call it the potpourri. Potpourri. Oh, yeah, the potpourri. Okay. We're really gonna right. get a marketing meeting going and
2: Greg's got all these <laughs> g- genius ideas. I
7: swear we did not script that out. Like It <laughs> just comes to you like that, it's uh, incredible. Yeah. We, we, we should hang out more often to come up with ideas. We we yeah. we actually were there live, and it's just as
2: good watching it. That's them. right. That was
0: fun. <laughs> I want to see the rest of the show. <laughs> no, this is really so. The reason I bring all this up is because we have a surprise uh, for you both. Since it's our last show with Kalani, we get you both together. We wanted to bring you both together to try on your very own, your very own BYU creamery flavors. They've been invented. Let's bring them out. Let's Let's get this Let's go.
7: Let's go. That is so fantastic.
0: This is John McDonald. He is the executive chef for BYU Dining on, Services. John. If there's yeah, a amazing. culinary <laughs> creation, John is involved with it. Um, from cougar tails to the ice cream. And he can introduce us now. Hi, John. Hi there. Good to see you. Good to see introduce you. Introduce us to you these new creamery flavors that we have for these coaches.
8: So the first one is <laughs> we the. <did> uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> you don't need anything else. Yeah.
8: No. Uh, hopes. Post-game snack. Nice. I and this is it. based on, I guess, uh, you like uh, the Ben and Jerry's late-night yes. late snack. Yeah. So it's similar to that. It has the uh, vanilla salted caramel. It has uh, <laughs> um, chocolate coated Rice crispy treats and I mean, could we uh, chocolate ha- chunks. Do we? Are we lacking in dignity? <laughs> 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 That just speaks
2: ice cream when you see <laughs> yes, those pictures, has, right? It, it yeah.
8: <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, uh, Coach Kalani's Satake Road, and I guess you like uh, Rocky Road, so I we do. did a variation of that. It's uh, chocolate ice cream, uh, brownies, uh, marshmallow, uh, chocolate fudge, and then uh, some uh, pecans that are oh, awesome. uh, candied pecans. So what? Anyway. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> great. Well, awesome. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> that is so cool.
2: Thank <laughs> you. I <laughs> I'm still going to call that potpourri,
1: though. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is well all good, you've
2: got to give it a try. Let's go. Yeah, Let's go come on. <laughs> I'm looking for which one's bigger. There we go. <laughs> I've got one for
8: oh, you. Oh, that's for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 give this a go. Well, thank you so you much. Thank you. It's rude to eat in front of everyone, but sorry, guys.
8: <laughs> we don't, We're I going to pass it around. Uh, we do have ice cream later that we we'll, right. oh, Everyone oh, who's now. here in
5: the building, thank you will leave an ice cream.
2: So welcome to the winter, we're going to have ice cream. That's exactly. awesome. That's, That's great. so big time. That's really okay. good.
0: Right. Well done on that, by the This is life-changing <laughs> stuff right here. Thank you. Yes. What do you guys think?
2: It's incredible. I'm going to go buy some right now. Yeah.
8: The end of January, we'll have it ready. Oh, I so, can't buy it right probably.
0: now. Yeah. So let me give you some important information here. Um, they will go uh, on sale at the Creamery, like you said, uh, starting in January. And uh, we'll have a little competition, OK? So starting in January for the winter semester, Um, The two flavors will be available at the Creamery on 9th, and the coach of the winning flavor, by the end of the semester, uh, will have a donation made in their name to the Food Care Coalition. Wow! So we're going to see Cougar Nation show up, show out, buy their ice cream. I'm going to say one thing though, Greg. Yeah. These go really well together.
7: Yes, they do. It's it's really good together. So why
2: would you buy Shatake Road and not get the potpourri? Get them both. You got to get it. Here's the thing, John.
7: So, you're talking to two super competitive dudes right here. So, don't be surprised if at 9.55 on a Wednesday night, you see us both in there buying them. Our-
2: <laughs> Empty it out. So, we might as well just call it a draw right now.
0: <clears throat> They're both going to take care of the donations. We can clearly tell. Well, I hope, did, you, did you enjoy the process? Did you, um, it? It's a lot of fun,
8: yeah. We, uh, we do this on occasion, and so we enjoy, you know, testing and if you guys well, you don't want to tweak it a little bit, we can do that too. So, so no. good. I messed It was really good together. Up. I'm <laughs> telling you. Okay. We're
0: glad this came together, all because of a crazy conversation on the right. coaches' show, right?
2: Uh, we got to have more of those conversations. Indeed. Let's <laughs> thank let's you, right, let's for let's doing you guys. solve all the problems in the <laughs> <All> world <laughs> right, <laughs> right
8: now. <laughs> all right. I'll, with I'll leave this cream. with you guys. Or by, please. Yeah. I'll just thank leave you. Right there. All right. Thank you. Thank you, John.
0: Kalani, we probably have to cut you loose at some point. We're having I'm so sorry. much fun, but uh, you got to go get ready for USC. Take the ice cream with you, um, I'm taking and uh, it's been—you know what? It's been a great year with you, a great season with yeah. you. This is our this is our last time with you in, in Studio C. So thank you. I, I, I'm I gonna come back
2: and visit visit Pope. You during, need, during basketball. need to come back. Yes. So I'm. standing
0: invitation. to yeah, in Studio I'm, C. So
2: hey, this is the end of the regular season. I—I I know all the BYU fans will be out there to support all the sports and basketball and everything. So I hope all the fans know how much I love them and how much our, our football team loves all of you. And i and speaking for the, d- the department, the basketball team, the student athletes really appreciate it. You guys are really important in When we have our team prayer every day, uh, the fans are always mentioned in prayer. So I just want you guys to know that. And then uh, I don't think Greg gets enough credit for the things that he does and, and the people that run this show. So yep. thank you so much everybody. <laughs>
5: Well,
0: no, you. You. Yeah. All right, well, when we come back, we will have more of BYU basketball with Mark Pope as we preview the Cougars contest with Texas Southern and the showdown at Utah on Saturday, plus a whole lot more. Come back with us here on BYU basketball with Mark Pope in Studio C. Stay with us.
1: This is BYU basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried & Jensen. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars,
0: Greg Rubel. Welcome back. Welcome in to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Well, we just finished off with uh, with Kalani Sitake. We talked earlier in the show about how football and basketball are both ranked in the top 25. Only six programs can say that right now. and And that draws a lot of headlines. But then, as we previewed the weekend coming up with the soccer team and the women's basketball team and volleyball is, of course, killing it. Uh, man, you know, we say great day to be a Cougar, great time to be a Cougar. Things are really rolling right now with this department.
7: Yeah, it's really fun. Um, you know, it's interesting. There's six schools with, with top 25 basketball and football teams. Right. You know, I would be interested to know if there's any other programs with, well, there's no other programs with men's and women's national championship cross country and top 25 football and basketball and soccer and the Elite Eight and, Volleyball winning the conference going to make huge strides, and I'm sure I'm forgetting other sports, too But it, it is really special and it's um like Listen, we're believers here You know we believe and so um, We we believe that things happen for a reason and, and this is a really special time. It certainly is
0: You go to you go to meetings time to time here at BYU that are called coaches meetings where all the coaches get together You know and you're all in the same room. You've got an ad in there as well and others what do you feel? What's the vibe you get? What's the sense you get when you sit? Because you've been at other programs and you've been a student athlete at other places and you've been a profe- – what's the vibe you're getting right now uh, here at BYU?
7: Yeah, so I'm going to tell you something that's really neat It's here at BYU that I think might be a little bit unique is you have all these coaches that are pushing so hard. Like, everyone is hungry. Um, everyone is trying to push the envelope to get better and better and better every single day, and yet – at the same time, a lot of times you have that. A lot of schools, but you might have sports posturing against each other for resources or for attention or for whatever. And that's the exact opposite. Um, here at BYU, what we feel like is every time Kalani goes out and wins a football game, it lifts. All of our programs, or men's and women's cross country, goes out and wins. It lifts all of us, and we do the same thing as coaches. You know, we're not trying to hide ideas; we're trying to share ideas, and we're begging each other for counsel and ideas. And so you think about Coach Stone and Coach Porter, and I, I mean, I go down the whole list of these coaches that have just won for a long time and so big, and and um, both in, on the men's and the women's side. It's an unbelievable resource. So so hopefully we're, we're feeding each other and, and uh, making each other better and, and sharpening each other. And that's – hopefully yeah. the results will continue.
0: So it was a week ago tonight you guys were in Portland yeah. and you were playing Oregon, uh, the number 12 Oregon Ducks at the time. They're playing St. Mary's tonight, by the way. Uh, and it was just one of those magical nights, right, where you started strong and stayed strong for 40 minutes and got an amazing win, remarkable win, put you in the rankings, put you in a national conversation. You follow it up with your game Saturday at Central Methodist. First of all, was there a challenge inherent there in coming off of what happened on Tuesday to make sure you were still sharp on Saturday? Yes. If
7: you win, it's a huge challenge to recover. If you lose, it's a huge challenge to recover. It is. Um, you're, you know, the, the thing about being a great unit and, and keeping looking inward is that you have to fight it regardless of what happens the airport before. You got to come, come back and pick up all the pieces and focus in. And so, you know, post-Central Methodist, we've been urging each other in our locker room to keep focused in and keep focused on getting better. And, you know, um, that, that is a challenge that will last every single day throughout this journey of a season that we have. And it's really important. It, it really is the, the special sauce that makes us good.
0: It's a proud Central Methodist team that came in. Uh, they do well at their level. Let's have you talk us through a little bit of the highlights uh, from Saturday. 97-61 was your final score. Um, it's, a, it's a team out of your division. Yep. And you want to play – this, how does this game fit into your philosophy every year?
7: Well, we started out with three really, really, really tough games on paper and every other way. And and um, so we, we still want to challenge ourselves, but have a game that might seem more manageable. Uh, you know, this was a team that was, I think, 13 and 14 last year. We didn't realize they were going to start out 7 and 0 this season. Mm-hmm. So another team came into the Marriott Center undefeated. Uh, and a team that was really on a roll and playing well, physical, athletic, can get downhill. And so, uh, they posed a great challenge for us, and it actually exposed some things that we need to work on, which is what you want from every single game. Uh, terrific coach and coaching staff. has been there for over 20 years working the program, and this might be the best year they've had. So it was a great time in here.
0: Four starters and double figures for you, among them Alex Barcelo. I was watching uh, one of the games last night. It might have been the Gonzaga game, <laughs> and they were breaking down the few players in the country who are averaging 20-plus points per game while shooting 70% or better. Yep. And somehow there's a guard in that group, and that's your guy, Alex Barcelo.
7: Yeah, yeah it's, it's really remarkable. You don't see guards shoot 70% ever. Um, and then you don't see guards shoot 70% that are leading a team and undefeated and in the top 25 and doing all those things. And he's just been fantastic. And part of what's making his life good is this Tijon Lucas. John Lucas is making Alex Barcelos' life really good, as well as other guys on the team, and um, they're a great tandem. You see your first two clips, the ball got in Alex's hands off of John Lucas' penetration and his decision-making, and that's really special. And, um, Alex is just playing at an elite level. It's not surprising. He's been playing at an elite level for two years. He just keeps up with the ante and, and, and raising the level of play, and what he's doing is pretty spectacular.
0: You know, Tyler Hawes made his name as kind of uh, where the mid-range was his wheelhouse. You know, it's a great shot for Tyler. And as good as Alex Barcelo is at the arc, and that's kind of his shot, when you put him at the elbow, when you get him on the run, you feel really good when he elevates from 15 feet.
7: Yeah, he's so physical. So, you know, we don't talk about this a lot of times as guards, but one of the things that makes a guard special you t- this phrase you'll hear bandied around, especially as you're looking at NBA prospects, is a guard that can get wherever he wants on the floor. And some guys can't do it because they're not athletic enough. A lot of guys can't do it because they're not physical enough. But Alex Barcel is one of those rare guards at any level. They can get anywhere he wants on the floor through any type of traffic or type of defensive scheme. He can get where he wants to on the floor. And so that leads him to being able to break free through a blitz or a trap or a two-to-the-ball to to break free to an elbow jumper. And he's just money. Like, he just makes those shots. They're super comfortable for him, and it's a real gift. That's actually where the next level is going. Mm -hmm. Everyone's taking away the three, Mm -hmm. and everyone's taking away the rim. So you kind of need guys, even though it's analytically not promising. Yeah. Those are the shots you can get, so you need guys
0: to make them, and he can. not uh, Front court notes, uh, good night for Caleb Lohner Saturday, right? Yes. You
7: know, uh, Caleb Lohner, great story. So, first half, foul trouble sitting on the bench the whole half, right? He's had some frustration uh, this season a little bit. Maybe hasn't played exactly the way he wanted to. And so, here's a game that a lesser insides individual might have written off as frustration again. He doesn't let the first half dissuade him and comes out and puts on an absolute show the second half doing what he does best. It was a breakout game for him and really special.
0: Something else I noticed from our clips here. This came at the end of a jam-packed BYU sports day. There was stuff to watch and follow all day long. And at the end of the day, against a non-Division 1 opponent, 15,000, 16,000 fans in the building, looks like any other big-time game at the Marriott Center.
7: Yeah, it just is. Guys, I don't understand, actually. (laughs) Um, like I, this is not, I, I can, sometimes I'm hyperbolic. We all know that, but, but I, where else in the country is that happening? At what other university anywhere in this country, this season has a team played, uh, uh, a, a l- little known opponent, the fourth game of the season. And they've had, se- they've had 15,200 fans in the stands. First of all, most arenas don't hold 15 Right. right? And I just don't know where that's happened. And then you add on all the things that BYU fans witnessed that whole day. It just is – it's really incredible, and it just is it's, – it's awesome.
0: More awesomeness tomorrow night, we hope, with Texas Southern. Now, Texas Southern's interesting. They are an 0-5 team, but they're on the road for two months, literally two months straight. And the games they're playing, even though they're not winning – they're leading at some point, and they're kind of in every one. They make you work.
7: Yeah, Coach Jones is, is really terrific. Uh, he's been there for a couple of years, and he does a great job. This team also, like Cleveland State, our first opponent, they won their league last year. They won their league tournament. They won a game in the NCAA tournament. This is a really, really good team, and they're a championship pedigree. They just are in a budget situation where they have to go play their first 11 games on the road just to all buy games. And so they have length, they have athleticism, they have star power in two of their players are elite level players, uh, just with some real star quality. And so, you know, they've gone on the road. They just finished playing at North Carolina State where they read, led for most of the game and just lost down the stretch. Uh, they put up, a, you know, they led for a long time at St. Mary's who just beat Notre Dame and has given Oregon everything they can, they can handle, at least before I got on the show, they were. And, <laughs> and, um, you know, so they played a really tough schedule. They're a great team. It's a great matchup for us. And it's going to be really exciting and, and can't wait to get to it.
0: And uh, this is a team that... Uh, Despite the and in addition to the eleven they're going to play non-conference on the road, their first two league games are also on the road, so they'll go yep. they'll go literally thirteen straight away before they play a home game. Yep, I mean
7: it, it, it's going to be weird for them to get home.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, wait, we don't recognize this place, but that's that's
7: what happens sometimes when you run a program like that.
0: Okay, we just talked about last Saturday where there was all this great stuff happening. Well, this Saturday is like kind of more of the same, right? We're going to take a look at the schedule we have. We're calling it Super Saturday at BYU. Uh, the women's soccer team hosting South Carolina at South Field. By the way. BYU led the nation <clears throat> division one in women's soccer, total and per game attendance again. So it's the best offensive team in the country, it's the best attendance team in the country, and they get to play one game to go to the final four. It'll be their first ever final four. That's at five mountain time. You guys go to the hill. And it sold out in four hours. It sold out so quick. It's already so, done. Uh, you'll play a huge game I'm on the hill. I'm pretty
7: sure <clears throat> that if you haven't got tickets, you can find somewhere to sneak in and see the game.
0: That- so if you end up, if people are hopping the fence on Saturday, it's Mark Pope's fault. All right, uh, you're going to the Hill. And, and, and that another great matchup. A couple of undefeated teams right now. Yes, yes. It's going to be a
7: great game. Uh, terrific team. The rivalry game is always so special. Um, so we can't wait to get to it.
0: Kalani takes the, uh, the Cougars to play USC at the Coliseum. And I think it'll be a lot of royal blue at the home of the Trojans on Saturday night. Women's basketball, and they're rolling, and they're going on the road to play in the tournament.
7: Women's basketball, good chance. They, they take care of business this week. They're going to be ranked in the top 25 also.
0: And you get to one of those rare situations of football and both basketballs yep. being ranked if that yep. happens. Yep. So fantastic stuff. All right, uh, fans, don't forget to uh, check out the weekly breakdown of Cougar football with Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, and David Nixon each week. We call it After Further Review, 7 o'clock Eastern on the BYU TV app. That's Tuesday nights. As we go to break, Here's this week's basketball trivia question presented by Cascade Collision Repair. Serious about perfection. Who holds the BYU single season record for field goal percentage? We we show you how great Alex is shooting it right now. Single season field goal percentage record, minimum of 100 shots made. Who holds the record? We'll give you the answer coming up right after this. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. We're live in Studio C. Back with more in a minute. If he feels really sore tomorrow, we'll shut him down. All right. Uh, welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Tonight's trivia question presented by Cascade Collision Repair. serious about perfection. You see our question, we took some answers from the audience uh, during the break. Nobody got the correct answer. I didn't hear the correct answer, at least. This is the correct answer. We're going to show it to you right now. Russell Larson.
7: Russ, I'm so sorry, man, that I did not guess Russell Larson. He was dead-eye, man. He Woo-hoo. was
0: really, really good down so. low. All right. Big Russ. Let's get to our hoop schedule for this week. We've got BYU and Texas Southern uh, tomorrow night. It'll be a 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time tip. We'll have radio pregame one hour before tip-off, TV pregame on BYU TV 30 minutes before tip-off, and then following that one, it'll be BYU on the Hill to take on Utah, and that'll be on Saturday night. All right, at the end of our show, we like to do a little feature called In Case You Missed It, something you might have just witnessed, not quite sure what you saw. So we're going to show a little clip right here. Of, uh, now, Fuseni Torreira did not play for you on Saturday night, but it wasn't that he was not involved altogether. Fus was wearing the kill chain. Is that is that accurate? Is that we're calling yes, it? it? Is. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now, this is a piece of work. Uh, it's called the kill chain. And maybe you could explain all that is involved here, because it's pretty complex.
7: First of all, Fus doesn't look nearly mean enough to be wearing a kill chain, does he? <laughs> so. Uh, we have def- a defensive philosophy we we get three stops in a row. It's a kill, and if we get seven-plus kills in a game, we're feeling really good about it. Um, and so we just have kind of put this. We started doing it on our bench last year, and we thought we'd bring some paraphernalia to it this, this year. <laughs> and uh, it's bounced around. Brad Kitchen wore it distinguishedly. He did. Uh, Two games ago, and then Foos, because he was out, wore it. And then every time we get a kill, we put a claw in the chain uh, the most, most importantly, the guys look incredibly swag wearing
6: it. <laughs> it is fantastic.
0: So you got the spinning coo- sailor kook head. That's, that, that's clearly integral. But the little claws you see hooking on it, every claw is a kill, and every kill is three consecutive defensive stops, three defensive series with no points allowed, correct? That's right. What if that's someone right. comes down and, and gets one for two on a free throw situation? Doesn't no count. kill, right? It's got to be zeroes. Got to be scoreless. Yep. Okay, and if, what if you go six straight possessions without a, uh, points a du- allowed, it's it's two a kills? double kill.
7: Double kill's big, guys. Triple kill, is <laughs> over. Triple kill, we drop the mic, we'll go see you next game.
0: I think the, I think the <laughs> officials are instructed to end the game <laughs> on a triple right. kill. Yeah, little, know, little known thing from the rule book. All right, uh, we have like 30 seconds left. Um, you're 4-0, and you get a home game and a, and a rivalry game yep. this weekend. Uh, equal amounts of focus, right?
7: Yeah, it just gets harder. I mean, that's why the seasons are great. It just gets harder every game. And, and uh, our guys are, we're trying to, what we're trying to do is get better fast enough that we can keep up with the curve of the intensity of the games. And, and uh, what a great challenge it is.
0: Great having you in tonight, and we'll be solo with you the rest of the way till the end of the regular season. Congrats on getting your own ice cream flavor. Hope you enjoy it throughout the winter and into the spring and summer of next year. Thank you, Coach. We'll do it again next week. Thanks for being here, guys. Okay, cool. see you tomorrow night. All right, for our producer, Hemahe for Coach Mark Pope and Kalani Zitaki. my name is Greg Jubel. Have a great week, and go Cougs. We'll see you next week. You're awesome, man. Thank you, buddy. Great job. Thank you, thank you. All right. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for being here.